Welcome to Plant-Based on Fire, the podcast that ignites your passion for plant-based businesses. Real Men Eat Plants is proud to host this show, where we shine a spotlight on the latest and greatest plant-based companies making waves in the industry. From startups to established brands, we'll explore what sets these businesses apart, what challenges they faced, and what their vision for a more sustainable and ethical food future looks like. So if you're hungry for some fresh insights, inspiring stories, and a healthy dose of entrepreneurial spirit, then join us on Plant-Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants. Hello and welcome everyone to Plant-Based on Fire, where we're talking about plant-based businesses and their inspiring stories as they thrive in the industry. I am so pleased to have John Tanner here with uh, Nutritional Science, and he's going to be expanding on uh, this great company that he's created and founded many years ago. And uh, so I just wanted to welcome you and look forward to hearing about your vision for the future of it being more plant-based. So welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Brian. It's great to be here. I really appreciate what you're doing and it's such an honor to be a part of it. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, help set the stage for some people that may or may not know um, what nutritional science is and your background and stuff. So what's been sort of your journey and, and how did nutritional science come about? Well, as of 2009 is when I had my big event. At that time, I was running my technology company that I still still run, uh, you know, software and electronics, robotics, that kind of stuff. Um, I thought I was healthy. I was 52 years old. I was running a mile every day in the middle of one of my runs. I staggered a couple of steps and hit the ground unconscious with my heart stopped. Wow. There's there's no there's very little warning for for most people. I mean, I, this is a problem with the insides of your arteries, right? You yeah. you can't you can't see it from the outside. There's no nerve endings there to tell you you're about to die. Uh, it just came upon me very suddenly. What a surprise. Yeah. Wow. And so what, so that you, you obviously survived, thank goodness, and <laughs> sought some treatment and, and that started this, this nutritional science, uh, is it, it's foundation, right? It did. Yes. Uh, and you're right. I was, I was very lucky to survive the, the, uh, I think the statistics are about 3% of the people who have cardiac arrest outside of the yeah. hospital survive. And somebody saw me go down, came over and gave chest compressions. The firemen were there in four minutes. You know, 17 people were just in the right places that day to, to save my life. Um, and afterwards, I, I started asking the question, you know, why did this happen to me? And my yeah. doctors were not at all helpful. You know, oh, this is the leading killer in this country. What do you expect? Yeah. But, a, but a friend of mine sent me uh, information about a paper that had just been published by Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn, and I, mm -hmm. uh, a name that a lot of, a lot of your uh, audience will know. And I read that paper, and uh, it was about cardiac arrest, and uh, that led me to his book, and that book led me to the China study by Caldwell, by, sorry, uh, Colin Campbell. Mm -hmm. and from there, a uh, book by John McDougall, and um, just keeps going from there. <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah. And as I would learn this stuff, I would turn to my family and say, "You can't believe this! Yeah, but the leading killer just goes away if you eat properly. Really? Yeah. 
and and then I'd be out with my friends and uh, other you know social situations, and I would be spewing this <laughs> exciting stuff. And eventually, I realized it would be more effective if I kind of organized it a little bit, and I, you know, develop, started to develop a presentation, and I would give mm -hmm. them some uh, written material after it was over so that they could think about and mention. You know, they could look up these books if they wanted to, and he, and that went on for a, a few months, and then eventually, I realized I could reach people more effectively if I got a whole bunch of them in the room and together mm -hmm. and said it once. So I, I started doing that. I just invited whoever was interested. Uh, never had any money or anything for advertising. So I would just tell people, you know, if you've got some value from this talk, come back again and bring somebody you love to that we can share this with. Yeah. And and I started uh, at first. I would give away books. You know, I've, somebody. I, I started developing this list of books that I thought were really good. I, mentioned a few of them mm -hmm. and uh i found that some people you hand them a book and they'll take it and they'll never read it and you've yeah. just wasted a bunch of money so instead we started making coupons that were good for to be redeemed for one book and that that way if they're not really interested you haven't wasted any money mm -hmm. well we needed a website for that and so i okay. <laughs> developed a website where there's a i put all the valuable information that i could think of I sort of modeled it after Amazon's website where there's information all over the place. You don't have to yeah. scroll miles to get, get to things. And so uh, the the website is newsci.org, the organization Nutrition Science Foundation. So the first two letters of nutrition, N-U, next three letters of science, S-C-I. So N-U-S-C-I.org. And uh, there I've captured as much of this information as, as I could. Um, we uh, there's general guidelines. You know, you should eat this stuff. You should not eat that stuff. Mm -hmm. There's um, my list of what I think the best books are, um, as well as uh, uh, a couple of movies. There's recipes I've collected from uh, Chef AJ. She has some recipes there. Um, yeah. Uh, McDougal. Uh, uh, the Forks Over Knives uh, folks, um, uh, Caldwell Esselstyn's book, Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease, got some recipes. So I, I asked each of them if they would allow me to get one or more of their recipes out there. So there's there's some of those on nutritionnewsci.org. Um, there's some motivational stories that I've collected, uh, some of them from people that I've interacted with directly, others uh, written stories that you've probably encountered yourself mm -hmm. uh, we created a doctor directory because here's here's one of the frustrating things brian i'm sure you've seen this oh my goodness yeah as well i mean you you go through some effort to convince somebody that they should eat this particular way and let's be blunt one of the worst things you can eat are animal products mm -hmm. and then the person is considering that and they go to their doctor and the doctor says oh no you should eat animal products you need the iron, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> and the three hours that you spent with this individual is eliminated by yeah. one sentence from a doctor. But there, there are some doctors that understand nutrition. They don't get this in medical school, but you know, some of them have read the research and they understand this stuff. And so we've tried to collect a, a directory online of these doctors, so you can put in your zip code and. Um, 
it'll show you a map with some nearby doctors that really understand what nutrition's all about. Such um, an amazing resource. My goodness. Like <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't know. I started 13, 14 years ago myself and there wasn't anything really, you know, it's hard to find or whatever, but I guess I, I I'm a, you know, CTO uh, for, for my stuff outside of this podcast. And one of my first CTO opportunities was in emergency department software. And I got to speak to so many doctors and they said, I said, so what, what's the secret to staying out of the emergency room? And they said, diet and exercise. Those two things will keep you and don't do something stupid, of course, to wind <laughs> up in, in the emergency department. But like, it's really, really simple. And then you ask them about the meat stuff and, and then, then they go off the rail. But, <laughs> right. uh, but, but yeah, they, they understand it's diet and exercise, but they, they haven't put it all together. So so it, it, I, I guess I want to maybe unpack a little bit of the business side because this is trying to be more of a businessy podcast. But then I, I, I definitely have some questions about the overall real many plants umbrella that, that I've been working on. So, um, so it's this amazing foundation, jam packed full of so many different types of resources from what you were just describing, and so it's obviously grown uh, bigger than just you supporting it. So it's turned into this nonprofit. So where are you getting some of the funds and some of the sponsorships coming in and what's kind of the day-to-day -day, uh, use of it um, at this point and, and to keep it propelling forward? Uh, that's a great question. We do have one page of our um, uh, website that asks for donations. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, throw it in your face first thing, but we we do ask for help. Yeah. And people can uh, enter their credit card and and send us some money, which helps us uh, buy books that we give out and and things like that. Um, it doesn't actually cost that much to keep it going, right? A website is is fairly inexpensive. Mm -hmm. um, I before COVID, I did a lot of talks, but I'm doing them myself, so it's my time, and I don't charge I've never charged to to give a talk so the the costs are actually pretty low it's buying books and postage to ship them out that sort of thing yeah um, that's good I, I guess are you employing ambassadors then or what's the next steps for <laughs> for the thing like I guess I would love to to try and run some of these in my local city but I guess I I don't feel confident and I feel confident enough to run a podcast, I suppose, and talk about this intelligently, but not to get up in front of a bunch of people and try and convince them to grab the coupon for the book and walk out of here and change their lives. Although I wish they would. So, uh, it's what, definitely yeah, where, are you, where are you taking the organization? <laughs> I guess <laughs> that, that is a good question. Uh, COVID has really uh, changed us a lot and we're still trying to figure out the, the results of that. Uh, as I had mentioned before, it just sort of grew slowly into me giving lectures to people. Mm -hmm. I had uh, my company, my technology company, had uh, unused conference rooms in the evening, so that there was no cost uh, of having to rent that. And yeah. so uh, once or twice a month, I would give talks to whoever would come. And then I also I started getting in, invited to uh, give talks at Kiwanis Club, Rotary Club, churches, uh all, all kinds of places. Um, a few out of town, I would require them to pay my airfare and and um, you know expenses yeah. while I'm, while I'm there. But I wouldn't charge for my own time. But mostly, it's just been around Los Angeles where I'm I'm located. Okay. But then co then COVID hit, and for six months we did nothing. 
Just, yeah. Uh, and then I thought, well, I better figure out this Zoom thing. And you know, <laughs> yeah. So, so we we started to do Zoom uh, uh, events. When I would do it in person, they were three-hour events. So, and I I would talk for two and a half hours. And in the middle there, we'd have a dinner break. Okay. And so, so I always said that I, I hit him in the head, the heart, and the stomach. The the head was the science. The the heart is oh, I I almost died, and please don't you die. Mm-hmm. And then and then the stomach was oh, this food that's healthy can really taste good too. Yeah. So the, that combination of three things together uh, over a three hour period seemed to work. I never had anybody walk out in the middle because they were mm-hmm. bored. But then when we switched over to Zoom, well, you can't have people sit for two and a half hours. They just yeah. won't. So yeah. we, I tried to figure out, well, what can I shorten so that the most of my talks uh, were one and a half hours. And then uh, that allowed us to expand our reach. It didn't have to be just local. Anybody in the country or the world even, we had a few people from other countries that would, would pop in. And that grew for a while and then it started to shrink as COVID started to decline and people didn't want to sit in front of their Zoom for, yeah. and so yeah, fight, fatigue for sure. <laughs> yeah. So then at the end, I, I just said, okay, this last one, I'm going to record it. And so I've got a one and a half hour recording. You can go to newsci.org and, uh, and uh, sign up and we'll send you a link. You can, can see that talk, but what happens next? I don't know, Brian, you know, is it time to go back to in-person talks again? Um, would that work? I do, I do like your concept of, cause I, I, you know, this is, I, I guess is a good segue to pivot into, you know, what we're trying to do with the real many plants really. And, and so I'm thinking like we have our 30 day challenge. I'd love to put your video in as one of our 30 day challenge emails to say, Hey, go watch, you know, John's, John's, video talk on that. So I'm going to make that little note to make that change to our system. We can collaborate a little bit, but I guess it's, it's that question around, like, it would be so awesome if you, if you did the in-person and hit them with the plant-based meal while they're learning about it, because I think that's half the stigma is it's, it's too hard. It's too expensive. It doesn't taste good. I don't want to eat lettuce, you know? So but you know, just showcasing the flavor profiles are exactly the same. It's just a thousand times healthier for you, um, less sodium, less everything. You know, the the list goes on. Um, so I strongly encourage you to go back to some in-person stuff. Um, but yeah, come to Charlotte. Come to Barbecue Land, would you? <laughs> <laughs> barbecue Land, challenge challenging it's funny place. There is there is bar. Bar VQ right around the corner, and it's a it's a plant based barbecue company. Um, so I'm proud to say we've got that really close nearby where I live. But um, but yeah, we're in we're definitely in uh, the pork territory here. So mm, nice. <laughs> well, that that is awesome. I mean, congratulations on your successes um, with the with the foundation. It's really inspiring to see you um, try to bring so much change to, to people's lives through, through nutrition and health on that front. So, um, what, what do you feel is, uh, the, I kind of asked you, but like, where, where do you see this year and next year going with the foundation? And again, maybe hit us with the, the website and social media handles one more time. Sure. Um, the web address is newsci.org, N-U-S-C-I.org. Uh, we'd love for you to 
come to the website, poke around. Um, we, I uh, have a newsletter that you can sign up for. I've archived all the old uh, newsletters on the website as well. Um, and uh, love for you to listen to my talk and send me send me some email. There's a way on the website that you can send shoot me an email. I'd love to to talk to people that are, have interesting things they're doing or questions or whatever anything I can do to help. Uh, that would be great. Awesome. Um, Ryan, uh, for the the real men eat plants is is a component of that uh, athletics, or um, or is that more I mean, just? I, I def. I mean, I I'm a strong believer in diet and exercise as as the two keys to unlock a long healthy life. So, um, I think I think most people you you know probably don't exercise enough, but but they know they need to. Like, there's not a stigma around that. Um, so it's probably more around the, the diet side of it, but yeah. Well, that... if, if I could say just a, a, a couple of words about athletics, I mean, mm -hmm. my whole life I've tried to be active, but there are times, you know, decades in there where I didn't do a whole lot, but I, I was running a mile a day when I had my cardiac arrest. And after mm -hmm. I recovered from that and learned what I should have been eating and so on, I gradually increased that. So now I'm running 5K, 3.1 miles every day. Uh, I have no problems with that. It doesn't, you know, it energizes my day. I run in the morning. You know, mm -hmm. It doesn't, doesn't wear me out. I play in a softball league. Uh, I, um, I play in ping pong tournaments. You know, I, I'm 65 years old. Yeah. And, and you can still do this stuff at 65. I mean, I don't yeah. know when, I don't know when it will end. But uh, I, I just love what eating properly can do for somebody in terms of life enjoyment. 100%. Yeah, we had Jeff Palmer, the vegan bodybuilder, on a, a few episodes ago and uh, just phenomenal story. And, you know, he, he's going strong with the big biceps, the whole nine <laughs> yards um, plant field as well. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think... Honestly, John, we're going to have to have you back again to unpack this a little bit more. So I hope you'll come back to the podcast again soon. And so everybody should check out newside.org, learn more about John and his uh, great resources to help you bring more people into the fold. And if you can, make a few donations to help him get the word out and spread it around the globe even more for us. So thank you again, John, so much for being here. We really appreciate your time and wish you the best of luck with your organization as it moves forward. All right, Brian, I look forward to coming back again and maybe we can talk a little bit about a, a plant-based food company that I've started. Would that be okay? That sounds really exciting. Yeah, we'd love to have you back on that. Talk All right. soon, John. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. And that's a wrap for this episode of Plant-Based on Fire. We hope you enjoyed learning about the innovative plant-based businesses we featured today and got inspired to support them on their journey. Remember, plant-based eating isn't just a trend. It's a way of life that benefits your health, the environment, and animals. By choosing plant-based foods, you're making a positive impact on the world and helping to create a better and more compassionate future. If you want to join the Real Men Eat Plants community and get even more resources to help you go and stay plant-based, check out our blog, podcasts, and 30-day challenge at realmeneatplants.com. Thank you for tuning in to Plant Based on Fire, brought to you by Real Men Eat Plants.
Head over to Apple Podcast and give us a review and let us know what you think of this episode. Don't forget to tag us at Plant Based on Fire when you share this episode in your preferred social media. Wish to be a guest? We need to know about your plant-based business. Email us at pbof at realmeneatplants.com. We love hearing from our listeners. Thank you to our guests and to you, our listeners, for your support. And see you next time.